0: it's the building years podcast with justin alexio and jeremiah watkins new episodes every wednesday welcome to the show what's up everybody this is the building years i'm jeremiah watkins
1: i'm justin alexio are we at episode 300 yet
0: no, we're a long ways away from episode 300. All right. But we're still in the 200s, which is pretty impressive, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. No new emails this week, but that's okay.
1: It was a hot vacation. Everyone was... It was 4th of July weekend, guys. It was fucked up, dude.
0: So uh, we appreciate you tuning in to the show. And Justin and I had some busy weeks.
1: Yeah, vacation, but not for us. Uh, well, let's talk about last night.
0: Yeah, let's talk about it. Was the premiere of I Lived. Yes, we did the premiere of I Lived at the Comedy Store, which uh, I I produced the event, and it was so stressful. But it ended up going smoothly, and people seemed to enjoy the movie, and they had a lot of nice compliments and things said about me and the movie last night, so that was uh, it was nice. It was nice to hear that people were digging it. I was nervous
1: for you to screen a uh, drama in front of a bunch of comedians.
0: Oh well, yeah, man. <laughs> it's just going into it. I, I was pretty nervous for the screening because so I I was playing it. Um, there's a projector and everything, and a pretty decent sized screen, but it's a suspense thriller that you're watching in a comedy club. That's the first thing that I'm asking you to suspend your disbelief on. <laughs> Second thing, it's a independent movie that I'm tied to that I'm organizing, and I'm asking you to come to it at the comedy store. And that's like another thing. It's like, okay, how legit is this thing? <laughs> is the other thing. So my fear was that the DVD that the production company gave me my fear was that it was gonna skip or like mess up. Yeah. Or do something just to make it look like just podunk <laughs> and, and just sad. It's like, oh Jeremiah tried. He really put all his <laughs> eggs in that basket, but uh looks like looks like it didn't work out. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> For letting that go smoothly last night.
1: Yeah. It was good. You even had a little, yeah, red carpet. I was like, this is legit, baby. I did
0: the red carpet. Uh, My buddy Cooper Jordan, shout out to uh, him, amazing photographer. He did red carpet photography in front of our Step and Repeat. And then Jesse Mogul, shout out to uh, my other buddy. He did interviews on the red carpet for Indie Films Monthly, this uh, YouTube channel. So hopefully we can check out that soon, those interviews up on that site.
1: Sweet. Where did I get the photos? We took a sweet red carpet photo.
0: I will get them and I'm going to post them as a big album on Facebook and then everybody can do whatever they want with them. Tag themselves or grab them, make them their profile pictures, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's always good putting a red carpet photo as the default. Letting people know you official.
0: Yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, no, it was super fun. And the best part about it is I didn't have to buy any drinks. So I was nervous because it a screening. I was like, are they going to treat me like not a comedian here?
0: Well, you sat in the comedian section.
1: I know, but I still thought because we were like sitting like table style. I, I, I like, told
0: the waitresses, I was like, anybody in this back section is our comics. so Yeah, stay away. And <laughs> I guess uh, I was like, "Did uh, because it was just a two-drink minimum last night and it was free if you RSVP'd, I asked the waitress afterwards, I was like, did – the people that had to buy drinks take care of you? She's like, no. <laughs> but it's okay. I got to see your movie. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> thank you. I was like, how did... I I don't know. I think some of the people maybe didn't think that they needed tips or whatever. Since there's a screening. It's so weird. I, yeah. I don't know. But I guess a lot of people were like stiffing the waitresses. I was oh like, good grief. Oh, my God. You got a free makes, movie. It makes, it makes my friends look like uh, real nice people.
1: There's nothing worse than stiffing a waitress when you're dressed in a suit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say it's the people who uh, who were not my friends that were doing that. Because yeah. I feel like my friends that came, they all know what's up.
1: Yeah. you got. I always hit the waitress. Even It's like, dude. Even if I buy something real cheap, like six dollars, I'm like, I'll, I'll give her three, yeah, because uh, you know, I have friends though, they'll buy something like five dollars, like technically, 20 percent is a dollar, and the way, the service wasn't that good, so let's give 15, I'll tip 85 cents. Good it's like,
0: grief. geez. jeez. The service has to be pretty bad for me to not tip like 20 percent. Yeah, because I, I mean, I've just worked in in that industry. Like I did, I worked for tips for years and years. Whether it be at, at, at restaurants, oh, you worked at restaurants. Uh, one restaurant for six months and then burned, down, uh, <laughs> burned and, down. Yeah, and then I worked at a car wash for like three and a half years, and I worked for tips. Wait, how
1: how happy were you when that restaurant burned down? Or were you like? It I was don't the
0: worst. <laughs> the, all the records were lost in the fire, so they didn't even contact me for like four or five months. <laughs> but then I got lost of wages, which is cool. But I had to find a new job immediately. I started applying. Like the next, I drove by. Burned down. I was scheduled to work. So a kid. This is how I found out. A kid. Kid at school goes. Hey Jeremiah, I heard your work burned down. I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I saw it on the news last night." Like, yeah, right. He's like, "Go see for yourself." And I drove by, ready to go into work. <laughs> Burned out windows, boarded up, black smoke everywhere, wow. and then
1: and never came back.
0: No, and then I went and worked at the the car wash. After that, they tried to get me to come back too, and I was like, "I'm making way more money at this car wash now." <laughs> like, so it's a blessing ya. in disguise. Blessing in see disguise. Ya. But last night was uh, a lot of fun. Was it? Now, since you know me so well, like I I had showed you an advanced copy. Of the yeah. film, but was it weird to see it with a group of people like in that setting, or did it did it stop getting weird after like it, like ten minutes? I think it's always
1: cool like watching it with people. It's like you know you feel more like a movie, yeah. Uh, and it's cool hearing people's reactions like the gasps and the the cheering and the laughing at jokes. So yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's better.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I was happy with uh, some of the responses. Of course though since we watch it with comedians they definitely laugh during some of the wrong parts <laughs> <laughs> that i'm sure that the director if he was there would be like oh
1: well i was yeah there's a couple of moments like that where i was like oh these guys are ruining it for the people in the front that are." just <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but uh brian brighter uh he's one of the, the guys uh he plays the man in uh in uh the film he uh he said he was excited to come see it at the comedy store. He's like, I knew it was going to be like really raucous and kind of kind of crazy, it was, like way different than the uh, the the premiere that we did on Friday. Yes,
1: yeah, so I assume people at USC didn't do that kind of stuff.
0: No, uh, so yeah, this is the third screening we've done in a week. So I saw uh, one week ago. Uh, we did it at USC. Then on Friday we did the actual premiere uh arena theater which is like adjacent to the egyptian in hollywood and then on monday we did the comedy store one and i felt like the comedy store one went the best it definitely had the most people yeah and it was cool but yeah it helped that i took the bull by the horns i was like (laughs) can i borrow the step and repeat okay photographer buddy cooper can you can you (laughs) do this jesse you want to do interviews Comedy store, can we make this happen? Blah blah. And then it, I was glad it went well. Good, yeah,
1: it's good. What did uh, what did you do for your 4th of July?
0: Went over to my buddy Pat Casey's house, um, and his girlfriend Robin, and did the barbecue thing over there. We uh, we ended the night there, and that was that was cool. I was actually wondering where. You were, because I was was wondering if you were going to stop by. I was supposed to end my night there, but... uh, You got too drunk? Well, it was crazy.
1: I had a crazy Fourth of July. Okay. I get to the pool party, and uh, a lot of drama at this pool party. It made me tired, because it's all... uh, I went to a pool party. It was all older adults, like low 30s, high 20s, and uh, one of the hosts of the parties. uh, So it's all around that age, and then her 19-year-old sister shows up and uh immediately starts getting the eyes of all the dudes there cuz it's a pool party and she's in a very small bikini. And then uh and then my they were fighting or something. They were mad at each other and this 19-year-old drops a beer bottle on accident and then my friend just starts reaming into her for uh being the drunk girl at the party. Wow. Uh and and uh and then she started crying. So uh I got to watch all that and then when she left she's like, "Thanks for the hospitality." Wow. <laughs>
0: Was it like that? That uh, uh, it's fast. It's fast times, right? The the famous bikini uh, coming out of the water. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. One love from you and I would fall from grace.
1: <laughs> I also felt weird because I was like realizing I'm getting old. So I was like, I should tell her not to drink because she's underage. I was oh. like, I'm not gonna be that dude.
0: There you go. Uh, not, not your sister to worry about, I guess. <laughs> But it's somebody's sister, everybody. And you see, you make the right decisions whenever <laughs> you're partying.
1: It's always weird when someone's little sister. Well, they're there.
0: underage, too. They're technically not supposed to be doing it.
1: I know, right? So, uh, But anyways, that was the first time I drank in a month, over a month. They feel good? Well, I was like, all right, three beers. I'll be here for four hours. Then I can drive because your body can process a beer an hour and not get DUI. But three beers just really put me over the edge. And then I ate four hamburgers. I've been eating healthy. and
0: to soak it up? It was
1: just, I was just like, I'm done. Mm. I can't. So then uh, I couldn't make it to Pat's. And I didn't get to see fireworks because on the west side there's clouds. So it was like the first time in my life I've never seen fireworks.
0: We uh, Before we went over to Pat and Robin's house, we went over to my buddy uh, Avery Pearson's place, uh, see him and his girlfriend. And they're having like a pool party. I didn't end up I didn't end up swimming anywhere, but I had I wore trunks all day. But <laughs> You're um that guy. I was that guy. But um it was one of those things where I was planning on it and then I just never got in the water. And before that we went to another barbecue that was at uh Maya's friend's uh Justin and Allie's. In Canoga Park. So we went to Canoga Park, we went to Canoga Park. Went to Canoga Park. Went to Canoga Park. Then we Ugh. went to Studio City. Then we went back to Hollywood. This like big loop, and it was fun. But dude, going to three parties in one day is freaking exhausting. Yeah, I just was like, well, who's yeah? Just like the social aspect of just, ah, da, da, da. but it, I mean, I like doing that a lot. But we were actually like dead tired by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you? Uh, did you? I saw you had fireworks. Did you hear about that guy that? um Died from fireworks?
0: I did not, but right. I've heard of it happening before. Here's
1: what happened. Because I, 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 I read this article in The Hollywood Reporter. A guy, that 22-year-old kid that used to play Gaston at uh, Disneyland, which is about as far away from entertainment news as you can get. That's why he was in The Hollywood
0: Reporter. They're really stretching. <laughs> they did not have stories that day.
1: He acts. He lit. Uh, mortar on top of his head and uh, he did it on accident supposedly and exploded and uh, his head exploded and they were interviewing his brother his
0: head exploded?
1: yeah he, they said he did it on accident he said his friends c- had thought they'd convinced him to not do it uh, and then <laughs> he did it on accident I don't know how that happens and then they interviewed his brother and he's like there was no rushing my brother to the hospital when I got there there was no my brother left. <laughs> I was like, oh my God.
0: That is some dark, sad stuff right yeah. there. My goodness.
1: But it's like, man, I don't mess around with fireworks when I'm drunk. No, no way. No. But people do it, man. I was
0: terrified once. We used to do like bottle, shoot bottle rockets at each other every once in a while. And um, uh, there was on this back patio. In Iowa, I was over at my uncle's house. Somebody dropped a bottle rocket as soon as they lit it on accident. And it <laughs> went straight for my open-toed sandals. <laughs> and it blew up right by my toe, and I freaked out. <laughs> I thought I was going to blow my toe off. <laughs> Freaking terrifying.
1: Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. I mean... Ugh! It's just the worst. There was also an NFL player who uh, burned his hands this weekend, and he lost his sixty million dollar contract. It's like, come on, guys, be responsible. What?
0: That's insane. They can t- they can take it away just because he burned his hands. Yeah, he's
1: there's a like morality clause. Like he's not allowed. To, you're not allowed to do stuff like that when you're an NFL player. Uh, you yeah. can't. You can. And that's like when Roethlisberger was riding on a motorcycle, got in an accident. Like they have all these clauses that people just don't. Like they not, don't follow. Fuck it. Man. Although I I think I would do that if I was an NFL player, I wouldn't be like, I'm not gonna not ride my motorcycle. No. Got all this money. Fuck no. you, owners. So
0: So I saw you giving uh Peter Banachowski crap about the Q and A last night. Yeah. I, I, I had him uh <laughs> he was for uh everybody who doesn't know, I had him um conduct uh the Q and A. He like ran it for me, so basically I wouldn't have to do it. Uh
1: yeah, I love how he, I was like, Pete, you were trying to do your type five in here. He was making all these jokes. No, he did a really good job. I was just, I was messing <laughs> with him. But it was really funny where I was like, oh, he's, he, I was like, oh, he's facilitating the questions. Oh, let me watch Pete do some jokes right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got some jokes in. He got a couple of really big laughs, which I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what what I wanted. wasn't encouraging
1: him to keep keep being like, all right, so Peter Peter Banachowski tower.
0: Was now, <laughs> was the Q&A interesting for you at all, or was it? Was that strange to watch?
1: No, I liked I liked Q and A's. I was waiting for some of the comedians to throw some real weird questions. But uh
0: I dude, I thought for a fact that a comedian was gonna ask me about the sex scene. Yeah. But it didn't it didn't come. And it could have been because my girlfriend Maya was on stage with me and they were <laughs> like, oh, maybe that's overstepping the boundaries.
1: <laughs> yeah, it must have been weird. I mean, you know, I wonder Yeah, that must have been weird. It must have been weird. You've had to watch it so many times with her next to you.
0: Uh, it's It gets easier every time. But, no, it was it was funny because there was definitely some comedians that were, like, laughing and stuff right behind me. They are like, yeah, Jeremiah. Well, a lot of comedians were asking where that girl was. I
1: was like, yeah, oh, yeah,
0: of course. Where's
1: she at? I ah, asked so some questions. <laughs> What's your number, girl?
0: <laughs> she is uh, working on a film in Canada right now. Oh, is she Canadian?
1: Mm-hmm. Man, she got everything. And you got to see her naked. Anyway. <laughs> I tried to bait you, Jeremiah. I went to another high
0: fiving me. I went to a cool pool party on Sunday over at uh my buddy Jeff Ross's place. And that was like it was one of those moments where there was one point when it when at the party Jeff Ross, Dane Cook, Pauly Shore, uh There's Mm -hmm. all there, like, hanging out. And I was like, this is, like, if you would have told, like, I don't know, what, maybe, like, 16-year-old Jeremiah or, like, even younger, that, like, that I would be at a party someday with Pauly Shore and Dane Cook. Yeah. Like, I knew of Jeff Ross, like, growing up, like, because of the roast, but more specifically, Dane Cook and more, even more specifically, Pauly Shore. I loved Pauly Shore growing up, like, Biodome. Yeah, and uh, all the other uh, great movies. Are they your buddies yet? Uh, well, well, what do you mean?
1: Well, I know you've like rubbed shoulders a lot with, uh, you know, Dane and maybe less so Polly. I feel like you've done a couple shows with Dane.
0: Uh, he's just getting to the point now where I don't think he knows my name yet, but he knows my face. I believe
1: you didn't want to go up to him at the party, be like, let's make this friendship solidify.
0: oh I mean, we talked. We were throwing football in the pool and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, he's ripped, isn't he? He's pretty he's pretty in pretty good shape. Yeah.
1: I'm like, how how does he find the time with all the touring and he must just get lonely on the road? He's just working out all day.
0: Well, honestly, if you work out even an hour hour and a half a day with weights, that's like enough to stay like in really good, healthy shape. Yeah, it's more about what you eat, I think. This is all what I've heard, guys. I've never experienced. <laughs> yeah, where's this. your
1: six pack, Jeremiah?
0: Oh, dude, <laughs> not happening, man.
1: That's awesome, guys. I, I uh, got to go into uh, Fox. I don't think I talked about this last week, last uh, this past yeah, week. Can
0: you tell what? Can you tell yet? What, I don't. The,
1: I don't think so. I don't know what. Can you I'm, just
0: say that you book something?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I'll say I, I, I'm doing this film. That's. Produced by Fox. I think that's about all I can say. But uh, I went yeah. and read, read the script for the first time. And uh, it was crazy because it was on the Simpsons floor. And uh, there was all the Simpsons stuff. And then uh, and then I, <laughs> we were eating these really uh, expensive sandwiches. And I was just like, man, I want to be able to eat these sandwiches. Like $30 lunch. And I not think about it. So right now, I would ne- I never spend money on food. I think it's such a waste of money when you're just like $40 on dinner. That's why I don't take girls on dates to dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go. I try and make it look like I'm fun and artistic, but I like, let's go do the cheap stuff. Go-tos are driving range, beach day, museums, because museums are free.
0: I hope any girl that is thinking about... Dating Justin Alexio listens to this episode of the podcast or any of the exes, because then they'll be (laughs) like, he took me to all those places. (laughs) What's going on? I love the information that you divulge on this podcast sometimes.
1: Dude, whatever. I mean, I just I I, it sucks because I know I'm doing a podcast now and then a future girlfriend. They like to just go back and listen to the past ones. It's like that's why I try. I try and keep the podcast secret from the girls for as long as I can. And eventually it comes out.
0: Maya is getting to know you really well. (laughs) She'll listen to these every once in a while. Good. Maya. Yeah. And my uncle, my Uncle Todd, shout out, knows you real well.
1: Uncle Todd and uh, your sister-in-law, right? Yeah. Jenny will listen
0: to it as well. None of my my
1: family listens to this. My brother, last time I talked to him about this, he saw me post a link to a podcast. He's like, why do you do a podcast? I was like, I'm not going to explain this to you. Oh, I'm like, I don't got the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, buddy. He's like, I don't want to listen to you talk for a half hour. It's like, dude, you're a dick.
0: It's funny. He doesn't want to listen to you talk for a half hour. Every other podcast is like 90 <laughs> minutes or or longer or like way way longer. Yeah,
1: we're doing
0: we're doing you guys a service so you can binge listen to our yeah. podcast, yeah, doing multiple episodes, and feel like a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, it's uh. Let's see, guys, the summer's coming. Are you feeling good about your year so far, Jeremiah? We're seven. I I always look. I'm like, oh, seven months in. We're close to December. Really, work stops in December, so really have till November. So that's what July, August, September, October, November. Five months left.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm super grateful for everything that's been happening so far this year. Yeah, uh, you know. It's amazing to me how many uh, building years uh, <laughs> that I'm having. But no, this has been a, like a fantastic year of uh, of growth, uh, getting on the road a little bit more and stuff like that. I like
1: the building years
0: because I'm always just thinking about the, the year
1: where you get to your pinnacle and then you start to slide back down. Yeah. That's got to be the worst.
0: Yeah. Totally. Year
1: one of sliding down has got to be feel worse than year one of building up. Well, mm-hmm. Uh, but by, by that moment, I'll, I'll have my my wife and my kids that I don't want that I got tricked into having because we had a fight, and she wanted to keep me.
0: Oh, that's what's gonna happen. I I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. I can't reveal too much, but the midnight show that we do every week at the Improv Midnight Snack. Yeah, we've been um been banned for like three weeks. <laughs> we got we got r- reprimanded for uh, something that we did. You're a bad boy, Jeremiah. We're the bad boys of comedy at the improv. Do you think, do you think uh,
1: it was warranted? Whatever it is.
0: <laughs> yes and no. We're learning our lessons. If, <laughs> if anybody from the improv is listening, because we'd like to keep doing the shows there.
1: Yeah, they put you on lockdown, let you know you ain't hot shit.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you know, but when we come back, man, the bad boys of the improv will be back. I always like getting suspended from stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got suspended for three months. That's a better word than banned. Sus- yeah, a little suspension. Did well, you ever?
1: You, I feel like you're not the kind of kid that got suspended in in school.
0: I never got suspended. I would get, I would go to detention every once in a while for
1: what Being the class clown.
0: Yeah, just like or like talking back, like real quickly or something. <laughs> not too much. I didn't talk back too much. It was more for just like they're like stop. Talking, <laughs> I would like get in one more joke. Yeah, you're like, oh. they're like,
1: "All right, that's it." <laughs> your parents wouldn't get mad. My parents were not about. If I got detention, it was like the worst thing in the world for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, whenever that, I didn't even really let them know that much. You oh, had to I, get
1: like form signed by your parents.
0: I don't think so. Not for. I I think so. I mean, if I explain myself good enough, then I was usually all right. I was like, it was really funny.
1: (laughs) It was worth it. All
0: right. You you were probably hilarious, Bubby.
1: I got suspended for, uh, well, in eighth grade, we were very bad kids. And I I mean, I got suspension for the uh, food fight when I said,
0: oh, yeah. It was
1: awesome. Um, and then we dressed like prisoners, and then a lot of us got in civil suspension for that. We all wore orange. Wow. we were very well organized. and then uh gotten and then actually, up until eighth grade, I had never gotten in trouble. There was this one year, sixth grade, we used to have owl bucks, uh, and so you would get paid money every you get like five hundred a week, and they would dock you for every time you were bad in class. And so I remember there was this one week I had gone the whole year without getting docked. Uh, Also, you would spend these money to go bowling with the principal. It's like I look back on that like, dude, I hated my principal. Why did I spend my money on that? And uh, so my teacher had we had gophers at our school and there was a gopher hole and she was pregnant and she tripped in one and fell. And then every, you know, all the kids laughed because the teacher fell. And we didn't I, I was laughing. Because I didn't understand that that could hurt the baby. My teacher just started yelling at us like, I'm pregnant. You guys are monsters. Oh,
0: yeah, kids don't know. That yeah. that's like, it could be really bad for yeah. a kid. Well, I was, and then so we got back and she's like,
1: everybody who laughed, dock yourself 100 owl bucks. And most kids did it. And I was just like,
0: I can't ruin the streak.
1: So I didn't do it, baby. And then I got rewarded for that at the end of the year. So kids, if you lie... Good things can happen.
0: Wow. What a great message Yay. to all of our young listeners. <laughs> I wanted to share this. Uh, this is one of the cooler reviews, a uh, blurb that I got from uh, from Joe Um that they uh, review uh, under the, uh, the horror section. And I'm looking for the shout-out to give to... Um, uh, to the... The person who wrote this is very... It was written by The Arrow, so I'm not I'm, I'm not sure. But shout-out to The Arrow and JoeBlow.com. They gave a, I Lived a fantastic review. And they said, um, one of the parts they said, uh, the film wouldn't have worked without a solid lead, and we got one via the casting of Jeremiah Watkins as our main man, Josh. i never heard of the lad before, and upon some research found out that he comes from a stand-up comedian background. I have no idea how his casting came about, but he definitely delivered the goods here. Dude was likable, funny, did the YouTube host thing to a T, but was also able to convey a dark side, one that was more and more prominent as the story unfolded. I dug the guy a lot and hope to see him in other films down the road. Thank you so much for that amazing review. Really nice. appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to give that out, a shout-out on the, the podcast since we didn't have any emails this week. That's just as good. I will take yeah, that hey, uh, that's review. A, that's a kind of uh, email. Of the movie. So I really appreciate uh, joeblo.com, written by the Arrow. Much appreciated. Uh, and you can check out I Lived, actually, now on iTunes as well as Video On Demand. So check those platforms. You can rent it for 5 bucks, or if you want to buy it for 13 bucks, you can do that. And then I think in about a month and a half, It will be out on DVD, and then I'm hoping for Netflix after that. That's unconfirmed. I don't know about that yet, though. But, check that out, and uh, that's all that uh, I'm plugging this week. Just check out I Lived, my movie that I'm starting.
1: Yeah, guys, check out my website, Twitter, and then uh, I'm at Nerd Melt on uh, Sunday, so come check that out. 10 o'clock.
0: Awesome. I'm Jeremiah Watkins.
1: I'm Justin Alexio. Don't Fuck with
0: fireworks. Yeah, guys. Thanks for listening.